Accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peter Show. Of course, everyone knows the big news to talk about today. On Saturday, the Islamic radical group Hamas launched a gigantic barrage of rockets into southern Israel. Now, there's been rocket barrages before, but according to the legacy media, this one was different. This time, despite having the trillion-dollar Iron Dome, there were thousands of them, and it didn't stop with rockets. If you listen to Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or virtually any legacy media outlet, in the wake of these rockets, thousands of Hamas fighters physically attacked into Israel. If true, it would be the first time since 1967's six-day war that an army of foreign fighters made it into Israel herself. They infiltrated it, we're told, using tunnels and boats, even hang gliders. They allegedly captured tanks and used drone-guided bombs. They attacked public events, including a music festival. They went door-to-door killing civilians and taking hostages. If you believe the official narrative, as of right now, at least 700 Israelis are confirmed dead, and 100 or more are prisoners carried back to Gaza as hostages. So if all of this is true, Saturday was, in all likelihood, the deadliest day in Israel's history. The Israeli government has declared a state of war. There's warning signs that the war might grow. The Lebanese radical group has politicized to get involved. And then, in the background, of course, there's the Islamic Republic of Iran, which supports both Hamas and Hezbollah. This could spiral into a full regional war, if not even greater. Now, Israel is right to be enraged. But here's what makes less sense. The sheer number of American leaders who want to get involved as much as possible. Ultra war hawk Nikki Haley tweeted, quote, This is not just an attack on Israel. This was an attack on America. Finish them, Netanyahu. Unquote. Then there's Senator Lindsey Graham who tweeted this, quote, My message to Iran is clear. If Hezbollah attacks Israel, I would make Iran pay a heavy price. Wait a minute. How does warmongering Pfizer butt slut Lindsey Graham think that he's going to make Iran pay exactly? The truth is, he won't, of course. What he's saying is that he wants to make you pay. You see, these neocon ultra hawks are pulling the same stunt that they always pull. They're trying to create the biggest possible war, and then they're trying to drag America into the middle of that war. So it's our obligation at this show to push all emotion to the side and say, no. No, this is not our war to get involved in. Israel is a filthy, rich, well-armed country. They can take care of themselves. Now, a lot of talking heads, of course, will tell you this is completely different from Ukraine. So while Ukraine doesn't deserve aid from us, Israel deserves billions and billions of dollars. They'll try to memory hold the 200 plus billion dollars we've already sent to Ukraine. But the truth is this, neither of them deserves United States taxpayer money. Why? Because they aren't America. Neither of these wars puts America in any danger unless we choose to get involved in them. The Hamas members who made this attack are animals. Murdering children is the behavior of animals, whether it happens in Israel or at an abortion clinic here in America or inside Child Protective Services or anywhere else. But here are some important facts that you need to know to understand the bigger picture. First of all, this didn't just come out of nowhere. Five days ago, ultra-Orthodox Israel settlers in the West Bank stormed into the Dome of the Rock, one of the holiest locations in Islam, to ridicule the Muslims there. They chanted, death to Arabs. They vowed to exterminate them or drive them entirely out of Palestine. Now, of course, this doesn't justify mass murder and the alleged rape of civilians, because nothing does. But this is a bitter and long-lasting conflict where both sides feel justified in hating the other. Second, what the legacy media, including Fox News, won't tell you, is that America helped to finance this attack, and America helped equip Hamas's soldiers. We financed them because the Biden regime gave $6 billion to the radical Islamic government of Iran, despite knowing the entire time that Iran directs much of its money toward radical Islamic movements in other countries. Why did we give them that money? Well, officially, to get some prisoners back from Iran. 
But why is Iran taking U.S. prisoners? Well, because they're still furious at us over our earlier Middle East interventions. It's all an endless cycle going back decades that has never helped us one bit. We helped to equip this attack by giving away tens of billions of dollars in weapons to Ukraine with no robust chain of custody. Even before this war, Ukraine was one of the world's biggest hubs of black market smuggling. We knew the entire time that thousands of weapons would just go missing with no way to track them, and they would end up getting sold to fighters in Africa and Asia and, yes, in Palestine. War is terrible for people on the ground who fight it or who are caught up in the crossfire. But just like the Ukraine war, this weekend's attack is amazing news for the big weapon manufacturers. The weapons that they sold us to ship to Ukraine just got used to attack Israel. So now they'll get Congress to buy even more weapons so that we can give them to Israel to attack Hamas. What's their next plan? Who knows? Maybe they'll try to egg us on into attacking Iran in retaliation and getting us into another Middle East quagmire. Or maybe they'll argue that with another war distracting us, we're dangerously unprepared for a Chinese attack on Taiwan. So we need to buy even more weapons to prepare for that. Or hell, maybe they'll expect an actual war over Taiwan. They would love that. That would mean even more spending on tanks and planes and bullets and guns and bombs. Right-wing warhawks love to say that we have this obligation to support Israel. Where did that come from? You'll always hear over and over again, it's because they're our greatest ally, but that's not really true. Israel has spied on American citizens. It has gunned down Navy personnel aboard the USS Liberty. It's taken some of our weapons technology and sold it to other countries. Israel has never joined us in fighting any of our wars. Now, Israel isn't obligated to do any of those things. In fact, Israel is a far more sane country than we are. They look out for their interests. They look out for their people's interests. But that doesn't make them our greatest ally. Some Christians will say that we have a duty to support Israel due to the Bible, but that's not the case either. For 2,000 years, Christians understood that the church is the new Israel, the successor to the kingdom of David and Solomon. It's not some secular nation state that just calls itself Israel. And let's emphasize that. Secular. Most of Israel's population is atheist or non-religious. They have ultra-liberal abortion laws. This is not some conservative utopia. It's not some country terribly friendly to Christianity. In fact, just earlier this year, there was a serious push in parliament to throw Christian missionaries in prison. It wasn't passed, but even in Canada, they don't introduce bills like that. So that's the truth. This is not our war. Our position is the same as our position on Afghanistan and as it was in Iraq and Ukraine and Libya and Syria and every other war that Washington, D.C. is screaming for us to fight. This is not for the American people, and it's not the American people's fight. Every war that we've been involved in for the past half of century has made this country weaker and poorer, not stronger or wealthier. Every war that we fight costs hundreds of billions or even trillions of dollars, and they never led to the benefit that the leaders promise us. They definitely don't make us safer. No, instead, they just suck us deeper into never-ending conflicts that would otherwise have nothing to do with us. The measures that we supposedly need right now to keep us safe turn out to be the kindling for the next war in some other country. So these fake conservatives calling for us to back Israel to the hilt in this war are the same frauds who will promise action on our border and never deliver. They've been lying for decades. And they're eager to lie again this time. Just watch. We'll have one spending bill after the next. We'll be passing one in a month. Watch them do nothing on the border and instead take on even more debt so that we can send some multi-billion dollar assistance package to Israel. The only reason that we have to worry about Islamic terrorists at all in the first place is thanks to our endless involvement in the Middle East and our open border policies that we've created this massive Muslim minority in this country. And so now we have to worry that that might embrace Islamic terrorism. There's people that are going to use this last weekend's attack to emotionally manipulate you. They want you to be as angry as possible so that you will sign off on letting them get the big war that they have always wanted. Don't fall for it.
Of course we condemn atrocities. Of course we condemn attacks on civilians. If Israel is able to find and kill the perpetrators of this attack, hey, we applaud them. But that should be the extent of our involvement, watching from a distance. This is not our war, and we shouldn't let Nikki Haley and Mitch McConnell and butt-slut Lindsey Graham drag us into it, period. Maram Susli is an Australian of Syrian ancestry who goes by Syrian Girl on YouTube and Twitter, and she joins us now. Mimi, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is an um, excellent platform and a great show. And I want to just preface that what I'm about to say is going to be something you likely would never hear on the, in the mainstream media, especially because it comes from a Syrian source, uh, from a Syrian perspective. So I'm sure you understand that the first casualty of war is always the truth. And uh, a lot of the propaganda that we saw in the Libyan war and even recently in the war in Ukraine was the accusation that the Russian soldiers were on Viagra and just raping all the Ukrainian women. Uh, ditto for Libya. Now we're hearing about these so-called rapes that are going on uh, in this attack. The reality is there's no evidence of that. There's a video of a woman in her underwear but that woman was also in the exact same outfit at the rave. So she's, she, they, a lot of people were dancing in bikinis and that's how come she was in that state. So, but they used that imagery to jump to this idea that there were so many rapes. Another thing, you know, I hear like, oh, children were being shot in the house to house. Again, I, you know, there's, there's never gonna be a clean war, um, but I'm sure when the operation began, they didn't account for the idea that there was going to be a bunch of people dancing next to a demilitarized zone, especially when a lot of those people are uh, off-duty Israeli soldiers. Um, as you know, Israel, you know, they have basically they force uh, both the men and the women to serve in the military. So, you know, again, this is a terrible circumstance. But the, the hostages, you know, the hostages element of this, it, it's definitely distasteful to see that. But you understand that Israel also is holding Palestinian hostages, 5,000 of them, 1,000 children. A lot of people, uh, you know, for, taken in the middle of the night, there's never been a reason given. So the point of taking those hostages was in order to get the Israelis to release the Palestinian hostages at the same time, which, of course, the world never even discusses or talks about. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, you mentioned that they raided Al-Aqsa Mosque. But what wasn't mentioned is like two months ago, the Israelis actually shot a two-year-old in the head. Now, I have photos of this uh, two-year-old, both alive and dead. But... I'm sure very few people even batted an eyelash about that in the United States because, you know, the, the what you see is completely controlled by one side. And what that side is, is the side of one particular crazed religion in the Middle East. Now, you're going to say, talk, you hear about Islamic terrorism, this, uh, you know, Hamas, that you never hear that Israel, the Jewish state in the Levant, is also an extremist religious cult that's hell-bent on the apocalypse. So uh, why are, why support one religious crazies that are terrorizing people and shooting people? And basically they cannot exist next to anyone that isn't uh, the same religion that they are, which is their special brand of Judaism. Um, why support them and not the others? Because your politicians are run by them. Because Anthony Blinken's grandfather was one of the architects of the creation of Israel. And they will uh, defend Israel to the last American. And in fact, the, the, what they're doing now is that they are drawing uh, uh, Iran into the U.S. with the war with Iran. And of course, Iran can launch ballistic missiles at any U.S. base in Syria and I Iraq, as they have done before. So what is, the, what is the U.S. getting out of this? Because it seems to me that the only reason that the U.S. has enemies in the Middle East is because they're friends with Israel. And because they're making a racket out of this. They're going to siphon off billions and billions of dollars to enrich themselves and NGOs and people like Lockheed Martin and Raytheon, just like the missile testing site that we're seeing in Ukraine. Never forget, by the way, that we have sent over $200 billion to Ukraine and we had no accountability for those weapons, which have now ended up in this attack on Israel. So if you want to blame anybody, blame the deep state of the murderous corporate crime syndicate that is the United States government, uh, the biggest satanic war machine in all of the world, where we launch 
attacks all over the place, unprecedented, stick our agenda and stick our missiles everywhere possible to enrich people like Lindsey Graham and Nikki Haley and Mitch McConnell and all of the other warmongering uh, murderers in this regime. That's what's happening here. So if you want to blame anybody for what's happening in Israel, look no further than the halls of Congress and the United States Senate. Uh, we appreciate having you here. We're going to be keeping a close eye on this and hope to get updates from you soon. Amy Susley, uh, come back soon. Thank you so much. I don't believe in the process of elections. I believe it's all rigged. I believe that they're all stolen. And the more I talk about this with experts every day, the more I'm convinced that we're living in this movie. It's all fake. But let's just say that somehow, magically, overnight, we return to this constitutional republic, two-party representative government system where your vote counts, and it's real. There's not a single candidate who's willing to throw their balls on the table and stand up to do the right thing. The institutions that we rely on, the government, the legal system, the media, all of them seem to be increasingly focused on their own agendas rather than serving the interests of the public. We need to recognize that we can't count on them to save us. So you have to save yourself. And part of saving yourself means protecting your future. That's why I partnered with GoldCo. Because I believe that they can help you get into gold and silver just like they did for me. Here's the facts. GoldCo has helped protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people just like you and me. And right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver with qualified orders just for being a supporter of the Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect 50 grand or half a million or more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from their out-of-control corrupt government. Don't be a victim. Call GoldCo, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD or go to goldco.com slash stew. For the first time in a millennia, a famine of biblical proportion is hitting the earth and it's by design. War has created scarcity. Fertilizer production has been wiped out. The price of fertilizer is up 128%. Food processing plants are exploding. Herds of cows are being massacred and buried. This is a very abnormal event. The Great Reset demons have created the crisis, but a generation of great resistors following King Jesus have the solution. Heavensharvest.com, get there right now. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best. Heavensharvest.com has a delicious plan to conquer starvation. It's real food, high quality, tastes great. He's actually really good. Trust Heaven's Harvest today. Order food for the year and a bucket of heirloom seeds. Affordable, available, ready for the fight ahead. Heavensharvest.com. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. And that's because Big Pharma's evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is. And they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS-60. It's also backed by a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C, dot com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code StuPeters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. Welcome back. So according to the legacy media, virtually every conservative alternative media outlet, CNN, of course, the Pfizer-funded Fox News channel, Hamas might be the worst actor in the war today, but the Israel-Palestine feud has run for decades and Israel's not completely blameless. Of course, we knew that. A recent documentary in Israel, in fact, featured a former IDF soldier frankly admitting atrocities that his unit had committed against Palestinians decades ago. And 
בתוך המכלאות, הם היו במכלאות. אתה יודע, חוטי ברזל כאלה, עגולים כאלה, אספו כל הגברים. הם יושבים שם כולם, על הרצפה, ובא מישהו ולוקח תת מקלע ומתחיל להחליף מחסנית. מה אתה חושב זה? Now, that was a long time ago. But now imagine that you're a Palestinian who's lived his whole life in poverty in the West Bank or Gaza, hearing about events like that. The hatred, of course, is going to run deep. This is a conflict that has run longer than any of us have been alive. It'll be running long after we die. All the more reason for America to not be involved. Keith Woods is an Irish writer and social media influencer who joins us now. Keith, I mean, do you agree this is not something that we should be getting involved with? Where does this start and where does this end? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's quite ironic to me to see all of these conservative commentators that have been rightly critical of, of the huge amount of foreign aid that's been given, given to Ukraine. They've taken this more isolationist stance in, in recent months, which was good to see. But it's incredible. As soon as, as this conflict kicks off, which, as you said, is decades old, it's older than any of us, they're suddenly very concerned about Israel's borders. Suddenly, the U.S. has an obligation to protect Israel's borders. And you can see in that clip, you know, this is driven by a, a deep ethnic hatred to a degree on both sides, but especially on the side of the Israeli government, there is a deep uh, supremacist attitude of the people involved here. And another thing that's been kind of lost in this discussion, all the focus has been on individual acts of, of Hamas, which are very difficult to verify. You know, we're getting all sorts of, of video right now. Who knows what's, what's real? I mean, I keep hearing these stories about mass rape. There's no evidence for, for these kinds of atrocities as far as I can see so far. But what's been lost is what actually kicked this off. This conflict has been going on for decades, but why now? Why this week? And what no one is reporting on is the fact that the reason Hamas gave for launching this attack this week, they actually gave a name to this attack. They called it the Al-Aqsa Flood after the Al-Aqsa Mosque. And that's because there's been a months-long process where these Talmudic extremist Jewish groups that are trying to build the Third Temple on the, the site of the Al-Aqsa Mosque and trying to destroy all Christian and Muslim uh, holy sites, statues of Jesus, Christian churches, they believe with the, this prophecy they have about bringing about the end times that they have to wipe out Christians and Muslims out of these holy sites so they can build the Third Temple. And this has been accelerating the last few months. It has the support of the Israeli government. Uh, there was a church in Haifa that was stormed by these Jewish extremists. Uh, there was a very old church in, in the center of Jerusalem that had its, its statues destroyed and, and priests attacked. And like I said, these people have sympathies in the Israeli government. One thing that people saw a lot in the last few weeks was this footage, which is really jarring, where you see these Jewish settlers that spit on Christians when they see them. Now, Israel's national security minister actually came out and defended that because he said it's an old Jewish tradition. So when you have these extremist groups that are, that are pushing this conflict, and then you have an Israeli government that's sympathetic to these people, you have people in this Israeli government that want to build this third temple, they want to fulfill these Talmudic prophecies and, and bring about this Jewish Messiah. You know, that's what's really driving this conflict. And we don't hear anything about this in the West. It's totally obscured. Uh, with Ukraine not successfully kicking off World War III, despite sending $200 billion there and a whole bunch of weaponry and, you know, all sorts of propaganda flowing through the Western media and our legacy media, uh, the Vanguard and BlackRock and Pfizer and Soros-funded media machine, uh, do you think that this conflict has more potential to actually be able to successfully do that? I mean, it's, it's, it's a real possibility right now. No one really knows where this is going. You know, there's talk of, of Israel striking Lebanon. Other countries in the region have promised to get involved. It all seems to be leading to Iran, though. And that's what the neocons, that's what the warmongers have always had their eye on, right back to the beginning of the war in terror. Uh, there's that famous footage of, is it the General Miley, where he said that the plan of the neocons was to take out seven countries in the Middle East, but the ultimate aim was Iran. And that hasn't really changed. You know, throughout the Trump administration, these Zionists were pushing very hard for conflict with Iran. And as soon as this kicked off, you saw all of these talking heads that get the, the talking points handed to them by these Zionist figures. It was all about Iran. It was all about that Iran is funding this. We need to strike at Iran. Lindsey Graham is even laying out which oil fields in Iran they need to strike. They've got these plans ready. So I think the Zionists in the U.S. regime, uh, the Zionist figures in the media, their eyes are very much on Iran as, as the threat to Israel. And when you have people that are this, you know, psychotic, I mean, uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor came out recently. He said that's what's driving these conflicts. That's why the U.S. keeps getting involved in this is you have these 
psychotic people that you know they emigrated from eastern europe and they grew up on stories of of oppression at the hands of of the russians and their oppressors and you know they have this jewel of israel and everyone is out to get them and it's turning into this genocidal hatred i mean just today before we came on i saw the third oldest christian church in the world uh, was blown up in gaza so you know for all the for all the talk they make about civilian casualties and hamas is harming civilians uh, they're just carpet bombing civilian areas in Gaza now. They're destroying old Orthodox Christian churches. They're destroying other religious sites. Um, Zionist figures are on X, on Twitter, on social media. I mean, it's incredible. You know, people like you and me, we get censored for what I think are fairly moderate positions, like opposing replacement immigration, saying we should have secure borders. And yet Zionists, like Joel Pollock, who's the editor of Breitbart, he can go on X and literally say, we need to wipe Gaza off the face of the earth. We need to genocide an entire nation. He's not censored. He's not shadow banned. That gets millions of views. That's just an acceptable thing to say in the conservative movement. But someone comes along and says, hey, maybe we should secure our own border. That's an extremist position. Yeah. Uh, that church, by the way, 1,616 years old. It was the third oldest church in the world. This is absolutely uh, a war that has uh, holy war written all over it. This has been going on for much longer than just recent times, as you well noted. Uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll add to, you know, these extremists. I mean, Laura Loomer is on Twitter saying basically to go and kill uh, all of these Palestinian children and to, to, to like turn the country to glass and flatten everything in response to these alleged rapes and attacks that are happening, which, by the way, like you notably said, uh, there's no evidence to suggest that any of this is actually true. Uh, you know, Mimi said earlier in the program, the first thing, the first casualty of war is the truth. And, and so we're seeing just this unprecedented amount of uh, propaganda flowing through our Jewish controlled media. That's what it is. Uh, and so where does this end? I mean, how do you see this playing out? I know that you said that nobody knows where this is going, but I mean, what, what would your predictions be? I value your opinion. Well, first of all, I will just make a point about the disinformation. I've actually been amazed at the level of disinformation that's been going around on Twitter coming from these Zionist figures. You know, in some ways, I'm optimistic, like we're kind of doing away with the mainstream media. Social media is becoming popular. But then you see a lot of the same figures are able to take control of social media. Just in the last couple of days, I saw this guy, Ian Miles Chung, he puts out a video. He says Hamas is going house to house murdering families. The video he posted was of the Israeli Defense Forces. There was this video that was supposedly ki kidnapped Israeli children in cages. That was actually a years-old video of Palestinian children. So we're getting all this crazy atrocity propaganda. It's very reminiscent of all the old lies, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Uh, supposedly, you know, when the first Iraq war kicked off, supposedly Saddam Hussein was killing Kuwaiti babies in incubators. And everyone believes this stuff. And we look back on that and we say, how did people fall for such obvious lies designed to cook up support for war? But here it is on social media being spread by these so-called influencers who have their own special interests. And people are buying it again, hook, line and sinker. Yeah, we now, were supposed to believe ends, that, um, you know, Osama bin Laden from somewhere in some cave in some shithole country somewhere planned out this miraculous 9-11 attack where we brought down these towers and the plane crashed into the Pentagon and it was done by low IQ people that had virtually no training at all, but they were able to pull off these military style maneuvers in large aircraft with advanced navigation systems and understand all of the avionics when they learned how to fly in a Cessna somewhere. Uh, it, it's really difficult to believe. Uh, and now we're supposed to believe that despite having the Iron Dome, thousands of rockets successfully landed inside of Israel, despite having one of the most secure borders of any country on the face of the planet, these people were allegedly able to get in through tunnels and hang gliders uh, and, and you know, uh, crossing into the country. First time since 1967's Six-Day War. Why are we supposed to believe all of this? I mean, how, how are these people credible? Right. Well, if you ask any questions... Uh, if you say, is there any evidence that there are hundreds of people being raped and hundreds of children have been kidnapped? You get called a terrorist sympathizer. Look at this video of a, a dead person where we don't know when this video is from or who it's even of, or maybe it's it's Palestinian children instead of Israelis. It's the exact same stuff we saw. If you question, uh, does Saddam actually have weapons of mass destruction? You're a terrorist sympathizer. You know, it's incredible. I thought we'd, we'd kind of made ground against these neocons, this neocon agenda. And yet all the same tactics come back again. Um, as far as how it ends, I mean, you know, you bring up an interesting point, like this is one of the most heavily surveilled, heavily militarized area in the world. It is an open air prison camp. 
Uh, it's 2 million people in Gaza. It's five miles wide. It's the most densely populated area in the world. Um, it is interesting, the fact that they were able to pull off this attack so successfully. There's certainly a credible case that Israel may have had foreknowledge of this and may want something like this, that they can again gin up Western support, that they can go now guns blazing into that region and you know just bomb the hell out of it with, with no care in the world for civilian casualties. And you're seeing that be prepared, like you mentioned, Laura Loomer, all these figures on, on Twitter that, like I said, it's extreme in the conservative movement if you're anti-replacement migration. They're all preparing the ground the last couple of days, saying Israel needs to wipe these people out, uh, totally flatten Gaza, civilian bombings. The people deserve it, you know, just to find bombing children. Um, and it's certainly set up in a way now that Israel could really benefit with all of this Western support and, and with expanding further uh, into this region and taking on its enemies. Yeah. Israel benefiting by murdering other people. I mean, since when is it an America first position to say we should just go bomb anybody? I think we should be bombing nobody. Uh, despite the fact that there was this poll on Twitter, uh, which country do you think that the United States should bomb next? 86% of the respondents with over 7,000 people polled said Israel. Why is Israel losing such support uh, from Americans all of a sudden? Well, I think it's it's pretty simple. I mean, like I said, Unfortunately, a lot of these neocon narratives still get out there because the big influencers are controlled. But at the same time, you have social media, you have this communications technology that allows people to get their own narratives out there. And we're able to spread things like the USS Liberty, which Israel bombed, uh, knowing that it was a US ship. Uh, the person that was firing the missiles communicated to his commander, pointing out it was a US ship. He was told to go ahead with it anyway. We're able to spread this kind of information. We're able to spread the, the very interesting information about potential Israeli foreknowledge of 9-11 of and so on. Um, and I think a lot of the old excuses for why the US has to support Israel, why it's so international interest, they don't really stand up to any kind of scrutiny. You know, the idea that Christians have some kind of obligation, maybe that can work as an excuse when you have complete control of the media. But when someone can go on Telegram or Twitter and can see videos of how Christians are treated in the Holy Land and how they get spat on by these Jewish settlers, and now we can see Christian churches being blown up with no regard by the Zionist entity, at that point, it becomes a much harder sell. Well, Israel is our greatest ally, of course. Where does this come from? Well, uh, very clearly, the Jewish lobby in the U.S. is is what drives this uh, against public opinion. Uh, in the lead up to the Iraq war, uh, James Petrus, the sociologist, writes about this. He documented over 2,000 journal articles, newspaper articles, uh, submissions made to committees and the government and so on uh, that were in support of the Iraq war. You know, we get this myth of you know, war for oil, all this kind of thing, but it has been the Jewish lobby driving this. And that's not some extremist anti-Semitic position. The most uh, credible, the most influential scholar in international relations, John Mearsheimer's book, The Israel Lobby, um, that documents the exact same thing, that the U.S. has given all of this foreign aid, not just Israel, but countries like Egypt and bordering countries, basically to buy their support for Israel and to enforce peace treaties. And these international relations scholars themselves say, you know, there's really no explanation for this except capture by these lobby groups. I mean, Barack Obama, maybe he's not nervous or fans of him, but it's in his memoir. He said in his memoir, you know, well, uh, I tried to take kind of a moderate position on Israel-Palestine, but the problem was everyone was scared that the Israel lobby was going to throw piles of money at them and, and get them to lose their seat. So it's it's kind of an open secret. I think it's kind of obvious at this point. I think the, the only reason people don't speak about it is precisely because they have so much power. They're yeah. scared of being canceled. Being canceled, being debanked, being kicked off the internet, losing your job, uh, having your kids kicked out of their daycare or their school. I mean, all of this stuff is real. This actually happens. It's not anti-Semitic to point out the truth that the Rothschilds own the stupid submersible that I don't think we ever found. Uh, but that, of course, according to the ADL, was anti-Semitic. My documentary about snake venom being in these uh, vials of Pfizer shots, which, by the way, Israel uh, mandated these shots to everybody there. That's not exactly a Christian nation that would do that. Uh, Israel uh, imposed digital ID on all of their people there. I don't think that's very Christian either. It's, I think, a precursor to the mark of the beast. Uh, but, of course, we're not allowed to say those things. But, yeah, my film, Watch the Water, was deemed anti-Semitic. And, by the way, when does the ADL start weighing in on vaccines? Why, why is it anti-Semitic to talk about uh, the dangers 
of a Pfizer shot that has killed unprecedented amounts of people. It's just absolutely. Well, you know, I, I did see the ADL win in today. Actually, Jonathan Greenblatt went on, on some news network and he was almost in tears yes. talking about his concern that the U.S. wasn't supporting Israel enough. So, again, the double standards is incredible. I mean, this is a guy that calls people neo-Nazis if they're opposed to immigration. It's a guy that tried to get Tucker Carlson fired from Fox News, led an advertiser boycott because Tucker Carlson talked about replacement immigration. Didn't even use that term, but just talked about mass immigration. And at the same time, the ADL has on their website that Israel can't extend voting rights to Arabs because it would undermine Israel's national identity and subvert its existence. Jonathan Greenblatt is an open borders leftist in the U.S., when it comes to Israel, he supports a far-right Likud government and he supports expansion of Zionist policies. I mean, the hypocrisy is just astounding. Just like 9-11 brought on the Patriot Act here, mass surveillance, spying on American citizens, using the intel apparatus to break the law, uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that you're going to see the security state increase dramatically in Israel as a result of these attacks and that governmental authority... They're already calling it Israel's 9-11. Yeah. I've seen that a lot in the media. We'll never forget who was dancing on 9-11, by the way. Uh, Keith Woods, thank you so much for being here. Hope to have you back again soon. Thanks lots, too. I appreciate it. Here's a surprising fact. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar after eating. When I talk about blood sugar, a lot of people oftentimes tune it out because they think it's only relevant to people with type 2 diabetes. But blood sugar is a topic that everyone needs to understand. One of the biggest keys to optimal health is having balanced blood sugars. Spikes in blood sugar force your pancreas to work harder and are associated with things like weight gain and even risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, the boys at Bioptimizers have a blood sugar optimization product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. And I don't think I'm overstating my case when I say it's revolutionary. Simply take two capsules 15 minutes before a meal and your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles to be used as fuel instead of turning them into fat. As a result, you'll enjoy more stable energy without the post-meal crash. It also will improve your overall health. You have to try it. For an exclusive offer, go to bioptimizers.com SP. Again, that's bioptimizers.com SP. I'm going to fill this box here and I'm going to try to replicate the indoor environment that most people face anywhere in the world today, the more energy efficient that we become, the more airtight that we make our houses, the more toxic it is for our environment. Our technology is vibrating the air at a rate of speed. Anything that is 0.001 microns or larger does not stand a chance in the presence of not only photocatalytic oxidation, but needlepoint negative ionization. We're sending out an ion wave that is going through walls, doors, floors, carpets, paddings, draperies, and it's synergistically vibrating the air and it's going to drop it down to the ground as a biologically inert substance. Now this is where you're going to come in. You can mop this matter, you can vacuum it, you can sweep it, but our technology is going to make sure that you're not continuously breathing this in. Welcome back. So as we mentioned at the top of the show, while American politicians like to treat Israel as if it's a Christian country, it's not. It has almost no Christians, in fact. And the tiny handful that it has are mostly among the Palestinians in the West Bank. And among the ultra-Orthodox Jews in Israel, many of them despise Christianity. Some of them will even spit on Christians who are just making pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Lucas Gage is a Marine Corps veteran, an author, an activist, and he joins us now. Lucas, do you agree with, with that? I mean, why are we here at this point? Yeah, I mean, look, Christianity has been a really strong bulwark against Jewish supremacy, because that's what we're dealing with here. However, it's been usurped. Uh, and you know, in the 1960s, the Vatican II was passed, uh, some kind of reform, which they allowed the Jewish people to get away with deicide, killing Christ, the God, the Savior of the Christian people. And uh, th they no longer blame them for that. They opened up the church to every interpretation and things like this. And also there's the Schofield Bible, which you see in the Protestant circles, these Christian Zionists who worship Israel, who no matter what they do, including spitting on Palestinians and, and Christians themselves while they're in pilgrimage, they just go, oh, well, they're the chosen people. We have to forgive them. And by the way, Stu, I heard reports that one of the uh, third oldest churches in the world have been bombed by the Israelis just now. I can't confirm that, but I've heard people say it on, on X. I wouldn't doubt it. Meanwhile, the Palestinians have been told not to harm any Christian holy sites. And by the way, there's this one rabbi, 
his name was Manus Friedman. He says, in Jewish warfare, you're supposed to destroy the holy sites, kill the men, women, children, and cattle. That's the way of Jewish war. So it's not just a Zionist thing. This is a Jewish supremacist ideology. So when people say, I support Israel, I'm like, you're Christian, you support the people who hate you, literally, who condemn Christ. In the Talmud, Jesus Christ is said to be boiling in hot excrement and semen for challenging the sages, meaning, you know, he went against the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin. So he was executed for doing miracles on the Sabbath or not, or all these other rituals he didn't abide by because he was supposed to change everything and had him executed for doing so. And they want to say that they didn't, they're not even responsible for that. Peter, as uh, Stu, they're saying, oh, no, that's not really, it was the Romans killed Jesus, even though it, it's the story goes, give us, um, let his blood be on us and our children, give us barbarous, crucify. It wasn't the Romans saying that, it was the Jewish uh, Pharisees and those fanatics at that time saying it. And so, you know, Israel is founded on this principle that it's a Jewish state. And it's not just a religious state, Stu, it's also an ethno state. In order to go there, you have to be Jewish to live there. They don't recognize intermarriage between a Jew and a non-Jew. And they have DNA tests in order to determine who is allowed to even go back. And so this entire uh, this entire endeavor is a racist, anti-Gentile, anti-virtually every person anti, unless they're Jewish, endeavor. Now, they do have Arabs in the Knesset, yes, but they're not really uh, powerful. They don't have much say. And so, you know, to me, it's just insane for a Christian to believe that the Jewish state, which really a, a Zionist colony, is anything of uh, other than an enemy. I mean, look at what they're doing to people, you know. So, you know, this response that I'm seeing from the conservative movement, which is C-O-N capital letters, level Gaza, kill them all, turn it into glass. I'm like, well, you're a Christian. I thought about love, love thy enemy, forgive people. No, these people are maniacs. Dude. And I, I can't believe the genocidal maniacs that I'm seeing that I've been blocking and I'm following that were following me because I thought they were decent people, but mask off these people right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Laura Loomer uh, say, oh, God, uh, basically everything except, I mean, suggesting that we kill, uh, <laughs> you know, all these that the Jews and, and Israel just go kill little children. I mean, she's saying that. And that what, to, to what do you attribute this? I mean, I've been hearing from a lot of people, hey, be very careful with your rhetoric about the way that you're talking about what's happening in Israel right now. Where does all of this mm -hmm. come from? Yeah, I mean, look, the ADL and friends like this, the World Jewish, they, they want to have complete control of the narrative. So when we, like, I posted pictures of dead children from Palestine, like, look at this. And I got flagged and I got my first lockout and I had to delete the tweet. But people are posting that one girl who was apparently beat up, killed and raped. And, oh, my God, look what happened to this one person. And I go, if you don't like raping and killing and stuff, where were you for the last 75 years where the Zionists we're doing this to the Palestinians. They've been doing it for 75 years unchecked. The greatest violators of human rights, the number one violators of human rights. I put up the definition of genocide and ethnic cleansing from the UN. Israel pretty much violates every bullet point, literally. There's not one that they don't violate. And it's like, how are they able to get away with saying what Laura said and others like her, and then telling us to watch out? Now, I'm not calling for anything, but Hey, we need to have a peaceful solution. Something needs that. I'm not. I'm not saying kill anybody, and we're called anti-Semites and Hamas terrorist supporters by not agreeing to flatten Gaza and kill people. And look, even Bibi Netanyahu posted a video of entire apartment complexes being flattened. How does he know who's in there? I mean, who's, they're just flattening entire buildings. How I mean, much of this is actually happening, and how much of this is propaganda? I mean, I had uh, some pastor or some guy calling himself a pastor mm -hmm. uh, from a town that I lived in saying, uh, "Hey, you, you should really watch it with your anti-Semitic rhetoric on X." And I, I'm going, first of all, I blocked your number because he's a yeah. lunatic. Uh, yeah. But but he, now he's reaching out to me like Facebook Messenger and any, any other means possible. All I all I have said is, look. The state of Israel is not some secular country defined by arbitrary borders from the 40s. I mean, this is, this is, this is not where this has come from. What, what did Jesus mean and what did God mean when he was talking about Israel? Right. Well, from what I understand in Christianity, the, the real Israel are not the Christians. So, Because uh, I used to be Catholic for 23 years. Christ came down and he was, he was teaching the Jews, hey, listen, we, and they said they rejected him. So now the, the covenant is now with the Christians. So I don't understand why the Jewish state is claiming that they support Christians when they spit on them and all this. So, I mean, these these Zio cucks, that's what they are, these Christians cucks, that they're not really following what 
was taught in the scriptures. They're, they're literally full of hatred. They're condemning an entire ethnic group, the Palestinians, to death because this the Christ killers want them to. I mean, I, I, that's what they, you know, they don't like being called that, but that's what they wanted. They wanted to crucify Christ. So even as someone from an outside view of religion, just looking at the whole story, how does the Jewish state say it's Judeo-Christian? That's the trick, Stu, you see? Oh, our Judeo-Christian values. Well, well, what, which, is, what is a Judeo-Christian exactly? <laughs> it's an oxymoron. I've never heard of this before. Right. Well, the Judeo-Christian values are the Ben Shapiro's of the world. They're saying that, look, we oh. share the Old Testament and the New Testament. Well, they don't share the New Testament. But our religion gave birth to your religion. That's their argument. So we have Judeo-Christian values, the monotheism, the, the, the Ten Commandments, so on and so forth. But again, the New Testament kind of doesn't refute the Old Testament, but continues the covenant into something else. That it's not just this ethno-supremacy of Jewish blood through your mother and you're the chosen people. Now everyone is saved, right? That's the whole story of Christianity. But the Jews reject that. Again, yeah. Christ is burning in a hot vat of semen and excrement in hell, according to the Talmud. And that's not something I made up, Stu. So a lot of Christians just don't know. They think that. They just think Judeo-Christian is the Bible— and then Judea, uh, Christianity came from that. No, there's the Talmud, there's the Zohar, there's the Tanya, there's, what else do they have? Uh, Kabbalah. They have all these different holy books and interpretations and comments on each one. And they allow the killing of men, women, and children in war. They allow all sorts of things. Again, destroying idol worshipers. You know, if the Jewish supremacists were to control the whole world like they want, tikkun olam means repair the world, they would establish the Sanhedrin again, and all idol worshipers would be killed which are Christians in their eyes. Because you see, the Christians have Mother Jesus, Mother Mary Jesus, and they have statues and the cross and all that. The Muslims not really considered idol worshippers because they just believe in Allah. You can't even draw Muhammad. But the Christians, literally, according to the Noahide laws, would be executed by decapitation just for being Christian. So I don't see how any Christians under don't see this, but I, I understand why, because you have a Zionist media, you have these Zionist megachurches, like, what's that, Je Pastor Hagee, we got to support Israel, and is everything's is everything out of their mouth is Israel and Jews. Barely no Christianity is being said whatsoever. So fr from a military perspective and from actual like kinetic confrontation, and you're, you're very familiar with this as Marine, I got to ask you, so yes, we, let's... Another thing that's not made up is the, the infiltration into our military-industrial uh -huh. complex, the influence over our United States Congress. You have to swear an allegiance to Israel before you get sworn in as a congressperson in this country. A lot of people don't know that. That's not made up. That is actually true. Mm -hmm. Where did this influence come from, and where do you see this ending up with what's happening there now? Well, again, the influence comes from the Zionist lobby, APAC. It comes from the Zionist American Congress. It you name it. There's like hundreds of Jewish NGOs, even the World Jewish Congress. Hey, there's no Jewish conspiracy, global. Then what the hell is the World Jewish Congress? I looked into it. It's over 100 countries. There's only 195 countries in the world. Over half the countries have someone from the World Jewish Congress representing them in some state. And they have, uh, they're over six continents. And these people are colluding to push this, you know, Israel first policy. And but if so any other country were to just say arbitrarily, no, you're going to support us and worship us, right. the world would reject that. Why Israel? Where does it come from? Because our, our government has been captured by the Zionist uh, entity. That's why. And our congressmen, you know, they don't fly to the Great Wall of China, Stu, and touch it. They go to the state of Israel and they touch the Wailing Wall. By the way, this every includes person. every presidential candidate. Every in person. And Cynthia McKinney is my friend. She said, even during her campaigning for Congresswoman, they called, Did you sign the pledge? No, I didn't sign. I'm from Georgia. Why should I sign the pledge? They funded her opponent and she was knocked out of the race. That's how it works, Stu. So you either pro Israel to become anything, let alone the president. We know that. But even a congressman or a senator. You have to be pro-Israel. And yeah, they'll have Ilhan Omar or some opposition in there, but they're really not. Just to have that, you know, back and forth. But virtually everyone is supporting Israel no matter what they say. Yeah, uh, and it's including because us. they control everything. Yeah, uh, right. $200 billion America. that went to Ukraine, mm -hmm. uh, the black market there, the, the no accountability at all. These weapons have been sold off to perpetuate these attacks that are happening right mm -hmm. now. Uh, $6 billion to Iran, uh, the, the, the terrorist state that's allegedly, you know, carrying out these attacks. And, you know, then we're supposed to think that this is just completely unprovoked, but we have seen plenty of evidence that this was absolutely provoked. I mean, absolutely, uh, yeah. there's videos all over the place of the provocation of this. So where does this end up? What do you see this? What do you see happening? Here? Well, uh, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, I, I find it fishy that this secure border of Israel, this, you know, border was allowed to be infiltrated so easily, you know, paratroopers with like 
Mad Max tier technology, you know, a parachute and like a fan going over the border tractor. How did a lot of people are speculating that maybe BB let it happen? And you know why I think that's quite probably true. They're calling it Israel's 9-11. I called this out. I said they're gonna call it Israel's 9-11. And this gives BB everything he needs to empower himself, unite in Israel that was just protesting against him weeks ago. Remember, Stu, all the thousands of tens of hundreds of thousands, oh, BB, get him out, he's corrupt. He's corrupt. Now they're all united to stop the Palestinians and to wipe them off the map and empower himself. And then the final solution to the Palestinian problem. Now they're waging total war. They're cutting off water, fuel, electric. Literally, this is all genocidal. They're openly saying they don't care. So I think, unfortunately, although the Palestinians were goaded into this attack, Right, because a few days prior, these Talmudic Jewish people went into the mosque and did some rituals. Yep, of course you're going to piss them off. But then they do this; they're allowed to do it, like 9/11. Right? You want to talk about 9/11? Well, Israel helped us with theirs, right? With ours. Nobody will forget um, who was dancing that day. Exactly. So they have their 9/11, and BB was warned. Someone said, "I just saw a post that Egypt was warning them. Hey, something's going to happen." And ten days ago, he ignored it, just like our President Bush was ignored. Several reports you know, from all different agencies. Uh, you know, something's going to happen. Yeah, whatever. And then it, they're blaming this as an, as an intelligence failure, just like ours was a massive intelligence failure. But I don't buy that. And I don't think, and if you look at what happens, who benefits from this? Maybe Netanyahu and his crazy ultra right wing Jewish supremacist government. That's what who benefits from these attacks. So yeah, a few Jews have been killed in the, a few Israelis, they don't care because now they can expand Israel further. So that's, and they're saying, well, we warned the Palestinians, they need to get out. Get out where? They're trapped in a giant open air concentration, open air concentration camp. There is nowhere to escape. Yeah. So when they're when they're just carpet bombing everything, they're killing civilians. What happened to the Iron Dome? Where did that go? Uh, Oh yeah. Why isn't that being effective right now? How are thousands of rockets just able to penetrate this? It's interesting. Impenetrable Iron Dome all of a sudden. And as far as the Israeli intelligence failure. Uh, it is an intelligence failure in the same way that it was here on 9-11, which is it yeah, wasn't. Exactly. I agree with you on that. And, and, and the more I look into it, the more I'm like, yeah, they let this happen. Mm-hmm. The, these are real terrorists. You know, they're really mad. Or not terror. They're fight, actually, they're freedom fighters. They're occupied and they're fighting back. They're, they were goaded into the attack, and this benefits the Zionist entity, 100%. So I mean, I gotta, I, I'm just going to ask you again, where does this end up? How does this end? Well, I I, I hope it doesn't escalate. Uh, they just bombed Le- Lebanon. I believe they killed someone there. So if Hezbollah comes in. Israel lost to Hezbollah. But if it escalates to Hezbollah and then Iran, it, it, could, it could go even worse. If the Ukraine didn't start World War III, this would. Because America loves Israel so much, they'll do anything for her. So this could get way bad, uh, way worse than it is now, Stu. Let's hope it doesn't. But I don't. the Palestinians, unfortunately, are going to get... Very hurt from which, I mean, by the I, way, is exactly what the Warhawks and the DC Beltway and yes. NGOs and Lockheed Martin and Raytheon yep. and all these people want. You know, Pfizer butt slut Lindsey Graham and his cronies Mitch McConnell and Nikki Haley. This is exactly what they want to enrich and empower themselves. World War Three. Yep. If you want to talk about big cash, okay, well, uh, go sell dope on the street corner, right? If you want to talk about a little bit bigger cash, get into big pharma. If you really want to talk some big money, sell the finance contracts and the weapons needed for war. And that's yep. that's exactly what's happening here. And I, and people have been posting on X that there there a lot of Congress people are buying stocks in certain companies that would benefit from war. So maybe they're getting ready for this. You know, again, if the Ukraine war didn't suck us in, this will because Americans love Israel, not us, but the Zionist cucks love Israel so much that they'll do anything. I mean, we've had Nancy Pelosi openly say, "Look, even if our capital was crumbling, we'll never stop sending aid." to Israel. I'm like, what did he just say? We had Governor Abbott of Texas a few years ago said, if you're an enemy of Israel, you're an enemy of Texas. Can you imagine someone said that about China? Like if you're an enemy of Texas, China, you're an enemy of Texas. When did the Chinese take over? Well, it's clear. Like I said, the Zionist entity has taken over our government. Every politician is basically a Zionist. I mean, Joe Biden openly says he's a Zionist. Trump said it. I mean, everyone, I mean, Trump, you could say he's playing the game, but there's just so many of them surrounding every politician, every president, every congressman, you name it, that there's no escape from it. You you cannot talk about American politics without mentioning Zionist power. And if you do, you're an anti-Semite. See how that works. Mm. So it's incredible, Stu, what we're seeing here. And again, uh, the Palestinians, you know, they're, they're, they're cheering for this. They got some ground, but now they're going to see the full wrath of the uh, Israeli military, which, by the way, 
is funded by our tax dollars and weaponry. So Americans are, I don't care, screw them. It's not my business. It is your business because you're paying for this. You're paying for the genocide and ethnic cleansing of the Palestinian people. And it's just horrific to see so-called Christians go along with it and yell with the Jewish supremacist, yeah, flatten Gaza, turn it into glass, make it a parking lot, LOL. Like, you're a soccer mom. Where did you come from? Where, and a psychopath, you, apparently. Yeah, where did you come from? Yeah, like, well, I can say doing? with 100% conviction that I love first my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I love my family, my children, uh, the people close to me. I love my country, and that has nothing to do with the borders of Israel at all whatsoever. Yeah. And I will say that. You can call me an anti-Semite. You can call me whatever you want. Uh, you can say that you think that I should be flattened, like Laura Loomer. Maybe she thinks my house should be turned to glass and that my children should be murdered because I don't put Israel first. No, uh, I'm an America first person who loves Jesus Christ. I love God. I serve God. And I take care of my family. I mean, I don't, I don't know where we lost this, you know, in our nation's history and how we allowed this infiltration to happen. But we certainly are, are living in extraordinary times. And by the way, all prophesized in God's word. All of this. Is this the Gog and Magog that the Bible talks about? Well, you know, some people believe that. I mean, a friend of mine, Adam Green, does a lot of research in Jewish prophecy, and he says, yes, this is the beginning of Gog and Magog. He does a lot of work on this, and uh, it seems to be. I mean, it seems to be like this is all happening, because now Russia is telling Israel, wait a minute, what are you doing? And Russia and Iran are getting closer, and so it could be the start of this horrific you know, Armageddon war that has been prophesied. And again, there are enough people in Israel that are super right-wing, ultra-religious Zionists that want this to happen. Again, and meanwhile, we're seeing the Russian Orthodox Church do some of the most Christian things that you could possibly imagine. Yeah. And you see Vladimir Putin, seemingly from where we sit anyways, looking like the only man standing between the Rothschilds criminal banking cabal uh, and whatever this new world, one world governance is that's coming our way and whatever's left of this free world. Uh, but yeah. but yet he's he's the, the boogeyman and he's the one that everybody should hate. And if you don't hate Putin and love Israel then you're just like some heathenist murderer, when in fact, uh, Jewish supremacists are carrying out genocide right now in that region right. of the world. Lucas Cage, yep. uh, you're amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Come back again sometime soon. Excellent. It's everywhere. Mainstream media is howling about the new COVID variants. They are offering free vaccines and boosters, but people are waking up to their BS and not falling for their lies any longer. God gave us a brain to think and an immune system to fight off evil forces and the devilish diseases that have been unleashed on humanity. We don't want to die suddenly. We want to live fully. We don't want to alter genetics. We want to strengthen the body we have already been blessed with. Try our immune protocol today. It has 15 flu-fighting ingredients, including vitamin C, D, zinc, quercetin, magnesium, elderberry, turmeric, and more. You don't need blood clots. You don't need cardiac arrest. You don't need big pharma. You need an immune system that will stand up to tyranny. You need our immune protocol. Visit pandemicprotocol.com to fight through this flu season and beat the next bioweapon variant with an all-natural, non-GMO solution. Go to pandemicprotocol.com today. Taxation is theft, especially when your money is used to fund evil. Wear a mask. Get boosted. Corona hoax. Mass deception. America controlled by fear. Good news. There's another way. You can stop paying for the crimes and cover up today through Freedom Law School. The best thing you can do, according to the IRS's own official auditors, is to stop filing and paying income taxes. Based on the government's official websites, there is no law requiring 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. See the proof for yourself on freedomlawschool.org. Don't wait to drain the DC swamp. Start your journey to freedom from IRS deception, robbery and slavery. Starve out the problem. Weaponize your earnings. Defund the swamp and fund the truth and freedom movement today. Go to livefreenow.org and restore the freedom we all miss. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news. But you know that holster company that I've been working with as a sponsor for the past four months, Vanish Holsters, they've just been banned. Yeah, even though they're legally allowed to purchase it, Amazon, Google, and Facebook just banned it for sale to more than 7.7 .7 million Americans who live in a certain state. Now, the good news is they can't stop me or us from getting it in their hands, or in your hands, for that matter. 
Now, crazy enough, the reason that it was banned is because that holster, Vanish holster, enhances the concealment of a weapon better than just about any other holster on the market. And even better, it works with 99% of all semi-auto handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions. It carries two fully loaded magazines. Best of all, using my link, you get it for $40 off. So lock in your special pricing right now. Go to Vanish.com slash Stu. Again, that's VNSH.com slash Stu. Again, VNSH.com slash Stu. So we've told you this before, but we think it's worth mentioning again. Mr. Newts makes the world's only personalized nootropic treatment pills. So with these pills, you can improve your focus, you can boost your memory, you can strengthen your overall brain power. With the regime waging a perpetual war on your mind, having the strongest possible brain is even more important than ever before. So instead of begging your doctor for some prescription or spending thousands of dollars on some addictive stimulant like Adderall, consider checking out newtopia.com slash Stu Peters. Again, newtopia.com slash Stu Peters. And Mark Effinger, a.k.a. Mr. Newts, joins us now. How do these smart pills actually work? Because I've noticed a huge difference since I began taking them, I don't know, months ago. Yeah, so uh, nootropics are really interesting in that they're one of the very few very precious uh, naturally extracted compounds that pass what's called the blood-brain barrier. So there's a there's a filter uh, at the base of your skull that basically keeps crap from entering your brain if possible. A lot of, of drugs get through that. They trick it and they get through that and they cause all kinds of damage as well as the stress that we have naturally occurring in our lives. Um, what nootropics do is a couple of things. One is they help to clean out the detritus that builds in your brain over time. So aging and other factors that normally could cause buildup of, of beta amyloid proteins and tau proteins, the kind of things that cause dementia and Alzheimer's, those things don't get a chance to build up. The other factor they do is they increase what's called the acetylcholine esterase or the acetylcholine levels in your brain so that you can actually think faster, think better, uh, think more elegantly, think more laterally. If you need to, to really solve problems, you need lateral thinking to happen and you need to have deep focus. So nootropics are custom built and ours are personalized, customized, and optimized specifically for your neurology and biology to be able to make you, help you get to a state of high performance on demand and over time build a better brain. Yeah. When I went to nootopia.com slash Stu Peters, filled out the questionnaire and then you guys personally package or recommend a certain package, which then of course I opted in. And you sent it to me. These are for all different aspects of life. So you're talking about, uh, you know, some of the formulas help you to focus more. Some of them help you to think more, as you said, elegantly. Uh, maybe some of them help you to think more romantically. I mean, is that even true? Oh, absolutely. In fact, um, you'll see this next year coming out. This is a uh, man stacks. And uh, that's specifically for helping men. I'm I'm uh, 62 right now. And so I want to operate like I'm 22. And these, this solution helps increase my testosterone levels, helps increase my desire and my ability to perform. So all of these factors are key, but the brain is the central hub for all of this. If our brains don't work effectively, we start making poor decisions, poor decisions lead to wrecks in our life and bad things in our life and good decisions repeatedly lead to more success. Ultimately, that's what we want. Use we promo code success. Stu Peters, by the way, when you go there to get big discounts, promo code Stu Peters. Uh, what are That's some right. of the other formulas that you have? Because I know that originally it was called Focused Savagery. It's called Aggression on Demand now, I believe. Uh, well, we, got, we have, uh, we have we, so we have um, Ultimate Focus now. And uh, Ultimate Focus, um, I am your classic uh, ADHD kind of kid. I, I grew up like that. And I had some, some meds that I did when I was in the military that I was a, a white rat in the military for a thing called Accutane, which is a, a, a very dangerous, very detrimental acne drug. And it caused extreme ADHD in me. So I went from being a very highly focused individual to being very scattered. This I specifically formulated to help get rid of that distraction, help to deep focus, but not become a jerk while I was being focused. So one of the the byproducts of things like that. People Adderall, will argue that that part of the formula is not working for me. <laughs> Yeah, but that's your asset, man. That's your that's your superpower. One of one of many. Hey, I just have a, um, a, a very low tolerance meter for BS. I think my BS meter is broken. <laughs> 
I think it's actually amplified. Yeah. I think your BS meter is yeah, amplified. The meter has, God yes. for that. I can, I can detect <laughs> it, but dealing with it, maybe I may be <laughs> not the most understanding individual, but I don't think it has anything to do with your formulas, by the way. No, no. You know, the, the thing is, is there's like, like, here's, here's a counter to that, right? This is called dopa drops. So, and dopa drops are, are a solution to, uh, to restoring your dopamine stores. And dopamine is used up when we're in a very, uh, everything from, from orgasm on the, on the high end to, um, to going through and, um, and running a, uh, Instagram or TikTok thread. And we're using up dopamine every time we get a like, every time we get a heart, every time we get a thank you. And so, in order to recover from that and be able to actually restore ourselves to a normal balance level, we need to do that. And that's what that product does. We have another one called brain flow. Um, you, one of the things that we have mental fatigue is a real problem. When we're running 24 seven, we're information overload. That's a problem. And to solve that problem, we need to have enough acetylcholine traveling between the synapses. And we provide that in things like brain. Flow. I wouldn't know about information overflow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these things. Hey, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, one of the most important jobs, by the way, on the face of the planet, uh, absolutely, or, or a C-level executive, or an entrepreneur. Uh, all of these things. You want to be at your mental best. You want to be on your mental A game all the time. The best way to do that is to try these. Uh, the only place to get the 100% customizable personal nootropics brain supplements is at nootopia.com slash Peters. Get there. Use promo code Stu Peters for big discounts. Mark Effinger, aka Mr. Newts. Thank you so much for being here and for your products. We appreciate you. God bless. Thank you, Stu. Really appreciate you, man. I don't believe in the process of elections. I believe it's all rigged. I believe that they're all stolen. And the more I talk about this with experts every day, the more I'm convinced that we're living in this movie. It's all fake. But let's just say that somehow, magically, overnight, we return to this constitutional republic, two-party representative government system where your vote counts, and it's real. There's not a single candidate who's willing to throw their balls on the table and stand up to do the right thing. The institutions that we rely on, the government, the legal system, the media... All of them seem to be increasingly focused on their own agendas rather than serving the interests of the public. We need to recognize that we can't count on them to save us. So you have to save yourself. And part of saving yourself means protecting your future. That's why I partnered with GoldCo. Because I believe that they can help you get into gold and silver just like they did for me. Here's the facts. GoldCo has helped protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people just like you and me. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver with qualified orders just for being a supporter of the Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect 50 grand or half a million or more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from their out-of-control, corrupt government. Don't be a victim. Call Gold Co. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD or go to goldco.com slash stew. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge Suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back. Kill the parasites, destroy their eggs, and build a big beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now.